1: Welcome, Chris and Jordan, onto the Digital Workspace Works. It is awesome to have you on the podcast.
2: Well, thank you so much for having us.
1: So just to get started, um, I know you're the co-founders of a company called Walkie Task. Could you tell me a little bit about yourselves and about the company?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So again, I'm Chris and I'm Jordan. We are the co-founders of Walkie Task. Walkie Task is a height adjustable treadmill desk attachment that allows you to uh, typically to move while you're doing things that you would typically do while seated, often work-related, maybe uh, Netflix, things of that nature. So we came about uh, came across Walk-Eye Tasks back in 2019 when Jordan and I started working from home pre-pandemic. We were starting to experience the negative impacts of sitting all day. And it wasn't just the weight gain, but it was the negative mental health aspect that was really... Having an impact on our on our lives. So we decided, hey, we think we need to move more throughout the day, but how do we kind of do that? So um, we had kind of referenced a job that I had in the past where we had an all-encompassing treadmill desk, one that you might've been aw- be aware of, and decided to see if we can kind of make our own replica. So we took a shelf off of our wall and took it down to the apartment complex uh, recreation center and and put it across the handrails of a treadmill to see if we could put our laptop on there and start walking and working at the same time. Uh, We knew we weren't reinventing the wheel. Treadmill desk had been around for a long time, uh, but we had never really used one before. So uh, we quickly found out that it is extremely easy to walk and work at the same time Uh, The problem was that because handrails are typically so low on a treadmill, kind of at like your waist level, if you're typing, it causes you to kind of hunch over, which creates neck and back strain. So um, the solution was almost there, but it wasn't quite a fit for us. So we decided to go online and do some Googling to find out if we can find a height adjustable treadmill desk attachment. And to our surprise, we didn't find very many. What we came across was either the all-encompassing treadmill desks that I kind of mentioned before, which is, you know, four or five, six thousand dollars. You also can't run when you want to. It maxes out at like four miles per hour. So that wasn't an option for us. And then we were finding a lot of DIY projects. So there's a lot of people out there trying to do something like this, but they all look very unprofessional, I say, you wouldn't want to put your MacBook on top of it. It was exactly what you might envision when you see DIY at home, <laughs> uh, someone trying to make something out of nothing. So that wasn't really an option as well. And then lastly, we were finding those flat boards um, that you just put across the treadmill handrails, but that just came right back to the initial problem that we were having, which was the neck and back strain. So uh, we decided to start drawing up our own uh, designs for a product. And when we did that, we decided to make kind of a 3D image mock version of our desk, um, of a desk. Actually, Jordan's little brother helped us out with that. And we created some uh, Facebook ads to see if other people would be interested in a product like ours. So essentially, it was a bird's eye view shot down. So you couldn't tell that it was height adjustable yet, but you could see that there was someone typing and walking at the same time. And it was a still photo. So we ran this ad for like months and essentially it was just to get people to click and to drive them to a homepage to see if they'd be interested enough in a product like this by submitting their emails. And to our surprise, again, we had a ton of people say, hey, when is this product available? We would love to buy it, yada, yada, yada. Um, And that gave us the confidence to say, you know what, maybe this is something that we can go into production for with and be able to help others that are having the same issues that we're having. So fast forward to 2021, the end of 2021, December, we were finally able to fulfill orders on what you see today as walk-eye task. And uh, since then, we've sold thousands of units um, across the United States and have actually launched into Canada back in November uh, to help more people move throughout the day. So that's kind of the short and skimmy. Of course, there's a lot of rise and fall because (laughs) during the whole production COVID hit, Um, So that slowed us down. It taught us a lot about um, business uh, and how to be agile and how to try to overcome adversity um, when things aren't exactly going your way. Uh, But we were able to, you know, kind of power through. And uh, again, the light at the end of the tunnel was. Because of COVID, there was a lot of folks that transitioned into a either hybrid or a full time work from home um, type of lifestyle. And it created this surge of people that were even more interested in trying to figure out how they can incorporate health and wellness into their daily routine back at home when they're no longer you know, walking from the car th- to the, through the parking lot to your office. You're not walking around your office doing that cooler talk and things like that. We started realizing that you're missing a lot of those important steps. And now people were trying to find a, a, a resource that would allow them to move more throughout the day. And a lot of folks have um, chosen walk-eye tasks to do that. That's
1: great. Um, what a time to get into all of this. Yes, yes. <laughs> fascinating that that all started pre-pandemic, but I mean it's a it's definitely a challenge, right? I work from home, I know this, right? If I don't make a choice to do conscious movement, my step count is going to be extremely low, let around any other activity So it's definitely you know we talk about all the benefits of no longer having a commute. But when you're not leaving your house, even some basic, you know, I used to walk to work, which was great. I, I chose to live somewhere where I I could have a walking commute and that got me that daily activity and that's something I don't have anymore. So you definitely have to find other ways to accommodate it. That's tremendous. They're definitely having a moment. You know, I see them all over my social media page, you know, all of the, the work from home folks finding their um, finding their groove with this technology you know, in the era we're in, why do you think workplace wellness is so important to the world of digital technology?
3: Yeah, so uh, we're we're noticing that as well, but I would like to add that it's not just a moment. We really do believe travel desks are here to stay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, A little bit that Chris outlined already is a couple reasons for that is we have so many people that are now working from home. Um, there was a study done in June of 2022, and it said up to 70% of people right now are working from home either full-time or in a hybrid model, which sounds high, but that's just where the market is going, and a lot of people love to work from home and that flexibility. So um, there's that push for people to work from home, and like you were just talking about how they're they're missing those steps, they're mo- missing all that activity that they're getting throughout their typical workday and so their body needs a solution to to move more and get those steps in. So um, a lot of the times customers need something that allows them to stay productive during the day because they can't just you know leave and go for an hour walk or go to the gym, uh, and, and they need to stay productive. So uh, the walk I test us allows our customers to be able to move and stay productive throughout the workday. So the pandemic and the whole work from home movement is definitely one of those reasons you're seeing that that uh, that movement and trembled us. And then secondly is just the fact that there's a lot more value being placed on our personal health and wellness. And I think a lot of that still stems from the pandemic. It made us really reflect on what's important to us, slowed things down a little bit, and uh, I think a lot of people started to realize that their health and wellness is so important. And that doesn't need to be left to before the workday or after the workday to go to the gym or get a workout. And now people want a solution that they can continue to stay healthy and build those healthy habits during the workday as well.
1: I think that's so true. I think, you know, what you said so many of us are trying to fit this same during the workday. We can't necessarily. There's sort of these glamorized visions of what work from home is on social media. <laughs> and to me, there's like two extremes. There's the one where people are like basically sleeping on the couch most of the day, and then they get up and they go to the gym, and it's like, when are you actually working? Do you actually have a job? (laughs) And then there are the folks who are like, I have a perfect five to nine routine before my nine to five, and that includes you know three hours hitting the gym. And just most of us, it's not realistic. You know, our our jobs are probably not even nine to five, right? They're eight to six. Like people work long hours, working from home, they are trapped on Zoom calls all day. Like it, it, those glamorized, um, you know, portrayals are are really just influencers. So, yes. And um,
3: there's also a lot of people too. Like there's a lot of studies that are being done where just because you go to the gym and get an hour workout and you lift weights, you do some cardio, that doesn't cancel out all the sitting that you're doing during the day. A lot of studies that show that's not canceling out. So you can look and appear healthy on the outside, but on the inside, it's doing a lot of damage to your heart, your brain. Uh, you're, you're back. back. Uh, there, there's a lot of studies on that as well.
1: Yeah. So how do we realistically incorporate health and wellness then into our daily routine when we're working from home? Do you have any advice for the listeners?
3: Yes. Yes. Uh, so someone that we really love is James Clear in his book, Atomic Habits. And mm-hmm. uh, when you talk about habits, I'm going to jump right into him. And uh, habit stacking, we believe, is huge. So if you want to, and for your viewers that haven't read his book, uh, habit stacking is adding a new behavior to an existing behavior that you already have to make that ha- new habit easier to add into your routine. And so when adding you know, more of that work and activity throughout your workday, um, creating that routine is so important. So for example, that can mean, let's say every day you wake up in the morning, uh, after you have your coffee and your breakfast, you jump on your laptop and you need to catch up on emails for 20 minutes. That's a great time where you can put your Waukeye test desk on your treadmill, get some extra steps in while you're accomplishing those emails. And all of a sudden, you're getting you know, some steps in right away. Also, a lot of people after lunch, they're feeling OK, I just ate. <laughs> I'm feeling a little heavy or, uh, you know, one o'clock, two o'clock hits and your energy starting to drop. And so that's also a great time to be able to jump on, on the treadmill and get some more steps in and just those little movements throughout the day add up. It doesn't have to be, Oh, I'm walking on, you know, my treadmill desk for, for three hours at a time. It's just little bits throughout the day where if you have a meeting, okay, perfect. Make that a walking meeting. So little habits like that will continue to help. And it's not really a question if you're going to do it, it's just an
1: automatic habit. Yeah, I I love that. I, I think that's so true just myself. So I did invest. I have a, a standing desk and I have a, a slide underneath. I didn't have an existing treadmill. So I love that you have the solution for, you know, folks where that definitely makes a whole lot of, a lot more economic sense. Cause it's not cheap Just invest in the whole, yeah. you know, whole new setup necessarily. Um, but definitely finding ways to make it more, you know, to remove the, the thinking from it a bit, right. Instead of having to, you know, every day ask, when am I going to get on? When am I, I'm going to use it. Um, it's just sitting in the corner over there, dust. <laughs> so I love that advice in terms of habit stacking. I know for myself, and I think probably a lot of listeners out there, it's you know we sort of know that it, this is important, but it's sort of hard to think about your health uh, and your behaviors and how they might affect you in the short term. You know, a lot of the things we're going to the consequences we're going to see of sort of sedentary work from home lifestyles. You know, beyond maybe some you know, weight gain or some, you know, loss of mobility, you know, people might be sort of starting to realize it now after a couple of years of working from home, but a lot of them are long-term. So I know you pointed to some of the health effects. Could you just dig into that a little bit more? What are some of the negative impacts of sitting too much throughout the workday? You know, what what can kind of light a fire to get people to think more seriously about movement?
2: Yeah, that's another question that we get often. So I'm glad you asked. One of the main things uh, you mentioned on it is just moving your body throughout the day so you feel better. So a lot of times that added movement will um, relate to uh, possibly some weight loss, depending on, you know, how much more movement you're doing, if you're changing your diet at all. Um, But in reference to sitting for eight hours a day, getting up and allowing your spine to stretch, allowing those things to happen are are great for your body. Um, Again, there's studies that are proven that it helps increase your productivity. Um, you're you're actually healthier, and we'll we'll touch base on this in a little bit, but a healthier you means a happier you, and that allows you to be more uh, productive. Um, I know that also studies show that a lot of our best thinking or our creativity kind of flows when your body's moving. Um, There's no, I mean, we all know that a lot of our best ideas happen when we're going for a walk. Or maybe we're in the shower, uh, but your body is moving and it's active. And those things really, really impact your day-to-day basis on how you feel and how you get through the day. So it is extremely important uh, to add movement to your day. And like Jordan said, not just, you know, you're not like really just supplementing or replacing that workout that you might do during the day when you're lifting heavy weights or you're doing a CrossFit or HIIT workout. But again, it's all about the fact that you're sitting for eight hours a day and our bodies were not designed to sit. They were designed to move. There's no that's why they're standing desks you know, really evolved and took off, people realize that it's better for you. And now we're even evolving into, like you mentioned, where we have things like our treadmill desk attachment to put on so you can walk and work, or people have the walking pads to put underneath the desk because they're really starting to see the importance and, and actually feeling it. It doesn't take very long for our customers to give us feedback and reply after a week of using the desk to say that they actually feel better. And some to even say that it's bringing a better quality of life. So it's, it's been awesome to get that feedback for Jordan and I to experience mm-hmm. it firsthand, which is why we brought this product to the market. Um, it, it really goes a long way. So um, the health impacts are um, second to none. And then as, again, when you bring in your productivity, if you are someone that's driven at work and you want to have that extra uh, energy to get past that 3 p.m., or when you catch the itis after lunch and you're a little bit sluggish, I, these things are really going to impact your day.
1: Absolutely. You know, I totally agree. On that productivity point, I think it's, it's sort of, I'm sure you get this question all the time, but I think this is naturally one of the first ones that comes to people's mind when they're trying to think about how could I actually do this, right? Is how, how do you walk and tight? Am I going to be distracted? You know, am a- I, do I have the hand-eye coordination to really make this work? I'm sure you, you know, having commented that a lot, you probably have your own thoughts about how to, you know, is that is that just a, you know, a a fear? Is there sort of a learning curve in terms of figuring out how to walk and work at the same time?
2: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's that's a great question. As you mentioned, we do we do get that all the time. First and foremost, uh, you're walking. It's a very natural thing to do. Um, this isn't it's a walk eye test. It's not a run eye task. So you're at a pace of anywhere between one and a half to three miles per hour. Again, you're doing work like you're checking emails. You're doing things that are kind of you're not really consciously kind of doing. You're not consciously walking while you're, I guess, typing at the same time. So it'll feel very natural. We get the question a lot because it's foreign. It's it's again, it's, it's new. The treadmill desk has been around for 25, 30 years, but it's still very, very new to the high majority of society. So we get that fear or even that stigma that might be attached to it. Oh, I can't walk. Oh, I'm going to fall off. Blah blah. blah. But we you know, we've got our phones. We've walked and texted before. So that's one of the things that we try to share with people is like, OK, have you ever pulled out your phone and been texting and walking? Probably. OK, you can do that. But you don't have to worry about walking out in front of a bus or something like that. You're on you're on your treadmill, so you're right at home. And we tell people that the learning curve is just very, very short if there's any learning curve. And we have users that we have children, um, you know, 12 years old that are using our desk. Their, their parents want them to move more, but struggle with getting them to go outside nowadays because they've got video games and computer games. But this allows them to move more. And we have um, the older generation of folks were, you know, 65, 70 years old and might not be as nimble. And even as hand-eye coordinated as they once were that use our desk as well, that proves that people can just hop right on and walk and work at the same time. So um, we do offer at Walk-Eye we offer a 21-day trial, and that helps give people the peace of mind that when they're investing in themselves and investing in their bodies and investing in this desk, that they will be comfortable using it. Safety and comfort is number one for us. The last thing we want is someone to feel uncomfortable on our desk. But we want you to be able to try it and, and, and be able to experience the many benefits of adding that movement to your daily activity and daily routine.
1: Yeah, definitely something I, I think is nice about your model is well, there's two things. There's one, if you have an existing treadmill, it has guardrails. You know, if you're if you're worried, if you're less stable. You can obviously, you know, have that stability there. And also a lot of trimmel these days come with some sort of clip. You can attach to yourself for, you know, auto stop safety mechanism. That's one thing the washing pad. thing that doesn't give you, right? You're not going to get some of that secondary safety (laughs) protection. That is nice for people where that's more of a concern.
2: Oh, yeah. Gives you that peace of mind. Yeah.
1: This one to me, I have a question because I feel like it's, Maybe a hot debate within the sort of walking pad, walking treadmill desk community, um, or at least it is in my household. So walking during camera on meetings, yay or nay, do you think it's, uh, is it, you know, can we just start to accept this more as a society? Because I would love to, you know, to me, honestly, the main barrier to walking more throughout the day is I sometimes am booked just straight through all day with meetings um and their camera on because you know we all need to connect a little bit more in this virtual world so what do you have a do you have a thought there is this, has this come up for you before oh
2: uh, the great debate yeah you want to take this one <laughs> sure yes.
1: um uh, yeah
3: so we think it's really a case by case basis a lot of the times it depends on what job you're in how formal the the meeting is that you're with someone uh and the expectations that your company has so it really does vary. You know, you don't want to be on a super professional call where they're maybe not expecting you to be walking <laughs> and working. And uh, a presentation for the quarter. Yes. <laughs> yes. And uh, so I, a lot of the times uh, the feedback that we get from our customers is they're typically doing it for more of their internal meetings where it's not a big deal, whether they're, you know, walking and working at the same time. And um, the whole camera thing, I know it's kind of uh, definitely an interesting topic, because a lot of the times, you know, I'm in my pajamas throughout the day still. And, <laughs> you know, not everyone wants to necessarily change and they're comfortable. So I think as long as that expectation is set ahead of time, <laughs> then then it's okay. But uh, yeah, the customer feedback we get is, is that they're comfortable doing it on meetings and it really just depends on, on the type of meeting.
2: Yeah, and I'd like to add that I mean it, it'll make sense as like in every other virtual meeting to mute your microphone just in case you do have an older model treadmill that's a little louder or something like that, because that can be very distracting to your um to your peers. And sometimes, I mean, if you feel like you need to ask, you can just type in the chat. We've got customers that say that they ask a the group, hey, I'm on my treadmill desk. Is it, you know, is this okay? Is this too distracting? And a lot of times I, I'm guessing that no one says. Um, anything about it. We do follow a lot of treadmill desks like blogs and chats. So we know that this is a debate and we know that there are people that really dislike when someone is on a treadmill desk while they're doing it. Um, And then we also have customers who are like, oh, I, you know, I, had so, I actually sold two treadmill desks for you guys today while I was in a lunch or on a work meeting because people saw me in a group meeting and was like, oh, where would you get that? I need that. I need to move more. People so are
3: jealous. It's, they, they want it's,
2: to it's move more. overwhelming. <laughs> I think it's that place where people are like, man, I guess I should be walking too. I should be moving a little bit more. But every now and then, we we definitely see in the chat rooms where someone's saying that they were distracted. So I just say. Be conscientious of what you're doing. If you have to send out a message to let people know you're doing it, uh, go ahead. But it's funny because we also um, we have customers that talk about being on these Zoom calls and they like to put their treadmill on an incline and because our desk tilts so you can put it on the an incline and all that good stuff and they'll power walk. And I can just imagine them like walking up Mount Everest. I'm like, that's a lot more like movement than the typical, you know, two miles per hour, but they're getting away with it. And they've got a step challenge. They got their Fitbit going and they're like, you know what? I need to try to get my 10,000 steps today. And this hour and a half long presentation that probably could have been in an email is where I'm going to go, go ahead and get those steps. That's,
1: that's incredible. I think it's so funny because we have this image, or at least I do, of like the power CEO, right? We've taken calls, and he's on his treadmill, <laughs> and, you know, we think that's all great and professional, and we start trying to do it in our little work-from-home setups, and it causes <laughs> right, this great debate. Um, but yeah, hopefully we can all be a little bit more accepting because yes. um, we all need to find ways to find movement in this work-from-home world. So Absolutely. So maybe in a, in a less work-from-home topic, but it, in more of a hybrid setting, or maybe sometimes, you know, there's things like work-from-home stipends. Why should organizations consider really investing in this type of equipment? You know, how are you seeing organizations starting to incorporate more corporate wellness programs and bring, you know, products like walk My task into the mix? It's something, again, that when you have these new models of work, everyone's going to experience, right? So it makes sense that companies would start to think about, helping their employees make these kind of choices?
2: Very much so. Yeah, so from um, working with corporations, uh, this is growing. And uh, I'd say our we fulfilled, started fulfilling orders at the end of 2021, kind of uh, 2022, yeah. I guess. And um, our main focus was definitely on e-commerce and starting to build a brand, starting to get our name out there. So we didn't um, approach a lot of businesses or organizations uh, B2B at that point. And uh, recently we have. And what we're finding is that a, employees are placing a lot of value on health and wellness. They are expecting their companies to care now. They're expecting their companies to value themselves. And, and one of the things is being able to make your work from home life more comfortable or adding in different, you like you mentioned, stipends or, or things of that nature that will allow them or give them access to gyms or give them access to athletic leisure and things like that. So, That helps us because, again, we're not reinventing the wheel. We're not saying, oh, open up your budget for this desk. You guys have never done anything to help with health and wellness. A lot of the companies that we're speaking to are saying, oh, wow, we do have a a corporate wellness program and we have a budget that we can allocate to this um, because it is important that our employees are healthy. And there's a couple of reasons, and we kind of stepped on a few of them. But one being from an organizational standpoint, they want their employees to be productive. And happier and healthier employees are more productive and there's tons and tons of data out there that explains that not only that but ha- happier and healthier employees are at work they're not sick so the absenteeism is much lower so now you've got employees that are working more which you know companies like they want you yeah, they want you working they don't want you taking sick days and then that kind of ties into the corporate healthcare costs those things are on the rise and corporations are trying to figure out little ways to kind of keep that lower and boom if i have a healthier happier employee they're not taking so many days off and not going to the doctors or not you know needing to do some of these things that less healthy people would have to do and that really impacts um, at the end of the line the bottom line of an organization or a company and I know they, they care about us and they care about their employees, but at the end of the day, a lot of times it is that bottom line. A lot of people have board of directors that they need to report to, um, and there's someone up there on the higher level that's going to be looking at these things. So that seems to be why companies are beginning to pay more attention to their employees' wellness and why they're turning to or beginning to turn to walk-eye tasks as a solution for those who work from home to give them an option to move more throughout the day.
1: I think it's great that you're becoming sort of part of these corporate wellness programs because I think it will take, you know, a whole range of options to really find what works for different people. Um, so that's, that's, that's great. Um, just one more, one more question, and then uh, I'll have some time for you to talk about, you know, what's new with you and if there's anything you'd like to share. But looking ahead, maybe more, I know we've talked about this, you know, work from home is not going anywhere. This isn't a trend. Where do you see the future? for people who work from home? Are we all going to be ways to incorporate movement? Is sort of that's the goal, Is, do you see uh, any trends within the, um, the walk and travel space you'd like to speak to?
3: Yeah, yeah, really, really good question. Um, it's always interesting to uh, talk about what we are seeing in the future in different trends. And uh, I always go back to the standing desk and how we really evolved from the sitting position to how that evolved into a standing desk and how that is now evolved into a walking desk. So uh, we continue to see this trend. Um, a lot of the times uh, it's kind of coming down to two factors with the type of walking uh, desk or walking treadmill that you have. And if you do have an existing treadmill at home, uh, you can buy, for example, a walk-by-task desk that easily attaches and detaches, height adjustable as well, so that you're keeping you know good posture and you're not hunching over during uh, meetings and such. Um, so that's kind of uh, option one for the market there. And option two, you know, we, there are people that have an apartment or they have a smaller confined space or they don't have an existing treadmill at home and, you know, maybe aren't going to use it to go for a run or, or get a workout in. And in those cases, those walking pads, we're definitely seeing more of a trend in that way where they can, you know, throw it under your desk there. So um, I, I see those trends just continuing to, to uh, grow. Uh, because of, you know, kind of a couple things that we had discussed about already with more people working from home, they need to move their body. Sitting as a new smoking is gaining a lot more popularity that term. And, um, you know, I believe it with all the studies uh, that are coming out there, uh, impacts to your brain, your uh, decreases your chances of uh, getting dementia and uh, prevents, you know, decline in cognitive function as we get older. So there's a lot of Um, I think information that people are starting to learn about the impacts of sitting so much and that is just going to continue to grow in this direction and people are going to get more comfortable with the concept of of walking and working and it's not going to become such a a foreign concept and it's really going to become the new normal.
2: And just to add on that, walking is a very underrated form of exercise. That's one thing that we've realized. And I think that we live in this world, especially with social media, and you see these bodybuilders and these people who are doing, like I said, CrossFit, and some of these things that are extremely intense. Uh, and not everyone's really kind of cut out for that. But if we just get back to the bases and just walk, make sure we're hitting our step counts rather. I mean, there's different information on if it's 10,000 or 15,000 steps or whatever. But we know that we need to add more movement to our day. And um, for mo- in most cases, walking is the lowest impact, the least demanding form of exercise that you can do. But there there's some massive benefits mm-hmm. to adding some movement to your day, your cardiovascular system, prolonging your life. Like this is... Um, and, you know not to be so you know born with it but some of this stuff is like not life or death situation now but in the future these are things that are going to impact you as you get older um so to see the younger generation um embracing um, rather it's our height adjustable desk or a walking pad um, and seeing them pay attention to it. Um, I'm really hoping that it's not just a fad so you can post online to say, Hey, I walk and work at the same time, but you really are valuing the fact that you're getting healthier for you and for your community and for your family and for your loved ones. There's a lot of reasons to just add a little bit of movement and it just needs to be walking. It doesn't have to be powerlifting.
3: It, and just to add to that as well, it's you're really improving the quality of your life. And we we touch a little bit on it, but not just the physical aspect of it, but mentally Mm. so many customers talk about how much it's impacted their mental health and your mood. uh, You can see uh, your mood improve or increase or however you want to define that. Um, You're, you're more confident in yourself and um, you're, Uh, links to less uh, depression and stuff when you're moving your body and so there's a lot that is really tied to that mental aspect that is not really talked about a lot is physical of course Uh, but let's not ignore the mental benefits of moving
1: your body more and that's just so important totally agree and I think it makes so much sense right I mean humans have been we were, you know, walking is what we do or are distance, you know, you see those nature documentaries and we might not be the fastest <laughs> animal, but we can walk a lot of distance, right? We have that endurance, but we don't, you know, and, and all the benefits that come with that, but now we live these sort of digital closed-in lives and it, we have to find ways to sort of feed the, you know, our own physiological needs. So it totally makes sense. It's just, you kind of have to step back and think, we've really only been doing this sort of thing for a very short amount of time. Our bodies are not, you know, made to, to exist this way. So exactly. it makes complete sense. Yeah. Um, well, this has been a wonderful conversation. Is there anything you'd like to leave or share with our our listeners where they can find out more about walking tasks for the work you do?
2: First and foremost, I want to say it's <laughs> awesome that you see the value in a, a treadmill desk and, and moving more because you have your walking pad as well. So it's neat being on with someone who actually has already started experiencing the benefits of moving more throughout the day. Um, in regards to walk eye task. Uh, yes. To your listeners, you can find us at www.walkitask.com. Uh, we sell and fulfill orders in North America, so the United States and Canada. And we are just thrilled to introduce ourselves to a, a new audience um, and to help people, like Jordan mentioned, just provide a better quality of life by adding more movement to your day. Um, you can also find us on social media. We are at walkie task on Instagram at walkie task on Facebook, and at Walk Task on LinkedIn. So there's a lot of different places that you'll see us. Uh, we're beginning to do a little bit more marketing. A lot of our, our success has been word of mouth, to be completely honest. But we are looking to um, invest a little bit more into getting our brand name out there as people start um, realizing or, or seeing us about uh, seeing us out and about to help bring more attention to our product and how we can be a benefit and be an asset to so many individuals, but also corporations as well and organizations as well.
3: And then we also have a unique discount code uh, because of the podcast that we'd like to share with your audience. So nice. digital 50 will get your audience $50 off the original price of the desk. And that includes free shipping and 21 day trial to make sure that uh, everyone loves the desk and make sure they're comfortable before before
1: keeping it. Yeah. Fantastic. Well again, this has been great. Thank you so much, Kristen Jordan.
2: Hey, thank you so thank much you Heather. Thank you so much Heather, we care. appreciate
1: it.
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode. Heather Bicknell is our producer and editor. Thank you, Heather, for your hard work on this episode. Please subscribe to the series and rate us on iTunes or the Google Play Store. Follow us on Twitter at the DWW Podcast. The show notes and transcripts will be available on the website, www.digitalworkspace.works. Please also visit our website, www.digitalworkspace.works, and subscribe to our newsletter. And lastly, if you found this episode useful, please share with your friends or colleagues.